New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh- a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh- they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh- shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Rev Briz with you over here. Rev Z right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. Happens every Friday morning here on the New Thought Media Network, 7 a.m. We get together and, well, as our promo says, we talk about the stories that are up in our heads, up in our hearts, and going on in the world today. So thank you for being with us. I do know that this is an interactive program, so join the conversation. Chat along in the comment box. Uh, if your comment is appropriate and fits with where we are in the conversation, we'll include you in the conversation. So, uh, Z, welcome back. You had last week off and we had uh, the amazing Laura Topper with us. So glad you're back with us. Welcome home. Yes, yes. Glad to be home. Now, it's that time of year during the summer where we're moving and grooving and um, just, uh, you know, we try to stay stay in the flow. Stay in the flow, exactly. And you're now done, right? Your your second child has graduated, and you're clean, and you're good, and no more moving or any of that stuff. So congratulations on that. Yes, I'll get a little raise here pretty soon once I get the last little bit of this stuff paid off. (laughs) Exactly. Great. Wonderful. Uh, Hey, folks, we've got a heck of a show for you today because um, it's gotten to the point where I don't know whether to send thoughts and prayers or guns, lawyers and money, uh, because uh, we're going to talk a little bit later today. There was another mass shooting yesterday afternoon that fits in the American model of a young guy with with automatic weapons or semi-automatic weapons. However, the big story is if you didn't catch it last night, primetime entertainment was, uh, well, kind of scary last night. And the January 6th commission held their first primetime hearing, congressional hearing. We heard from one of the officers uh, that was involved in, in the insurrection on January 6th. It was involved in trying to stop it, to keep it from happening. Uh, and we saw a lot of really ugly video, yeah. uh, and I didn't want to watch it. I don't know about you, Z, but I really didn't want to watch this. And it felt like, no, it is a civic duty. 
I had many better things to do than sit and watch this thing for two hours last night, but it feels like it's, it is our duty to, to be aware of what the American people are being told, shown, and convinced to believe, not only about January 6th, but about all that, that led up to it. Uh, I'd love to hear your impressions. Yeah, you know, I I watched it. I fell asleep on it. I recorded it and watched it a little too late, but I, I got it to go back. But the, the thing that was just, I think, really alarming to me was this whole thing started around 11-something, 12 in the afternoon, and it went on until 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And at about 1 o'clock, they started breaching and so this whole thing went on for about four or five hours with no backup came, no backup came. Um, they, and, and it definitely seemed to be a coordinated front because they were breaking in on the terrace, on the upper level. I mean, it was multiple breaches they were trying to do, like a coordinated effort. And, and it's scary to think that uh, that many people were in Trump's back pocket with him spurting all kinds of madness right. Yeah, uh, that just continues to separate us as a human family. And, and there are prices to be paid for that. I mean, we, you know, I, it, it's kind of leaves me speechless, which is hard to do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very hard to do. <laughs> um, I was really, it really touched by, we've been led to believe that this was, quote, started as a peaceful protest mm -hmm. that spilled over into something more. And those that want to downplay this um, have been beating that drum for well over a year now these were good people they just got a little carried away and dead in the, but what was laid out yesterday by this commission what i saw last night and folks let's be really let's be upfront this is truly a, a non-partisan commission um yes there are more democrats on the commission than there are republicans uh and the republicans that are on there are a little more on the moderate side uh and I've heard, I, I've heard word that you know the Republicans are just trying to push this down the road until they get back in control of the House and the Senate. They think they're going to win this coming fall and all that. But they laid out a really good case, in my opinion, that no, this was a coordinated effort. There was planning that was going on. Yep. Um, President. Then president or then outgoing President Trump is rumored to have said maybe it would be a good thing to let Mike Pence hang. Uh, the the testimony that's coming out, and these aren't just like hearsay words. This is sworn testimony under oath in front of a congressional committee um, by White House staffers, by people that were in the West Wing at as this was going on, the people that were begging Trump to do something to stop this when he wouldn't. Um, and we got to hear some testimony from his loyalists that still deny this was even what it was. And the video is pretty obvious how violent it got yeah. and how people were getting hurt in this. Yeah. And it turns out one of the U.S. military, uh, I think it might have been Mark Milley, 
uh, has testified this, that it wasn't even Trump who eventually called out the National Guard. It was Pence who called out the National Guard for some backup, you know, five hours later, which, okay, I can see that from him because he was running from his life in there. Uh, right. But, you know, when, when, when we look at this kind of uh, display of what, what, what they are trying to label as patriotism, uh, it becomes a big question in my mind, you know, what does that mean? What does it mean to be patriotic? Uh, you know, and how do you display that type of behavior that is uh, clearly uh, destructive and damaging and deadly to your own institution and call that patriarch because you don't disagree, because you disagree with the decision or action and, and a whole democracy as I understand it, is based on this idea of having the the floor to, to, to discuss ideas and come to a conclusion, even though it may not be the one you want or, or whatever, you can compromise, if you will, to make good decisions for the body and not just one side. And now we will yeah. continue to separate more and more. Right. Well, and to me, that's a demonstration of the dumbing down of America. Because let's let's be straight up, folks. This was not patriotic. No. This was not patriotism. This was white nationalism. And it mm -hmm. was white nationalism on full display because, uh, I, you know, I've been watching a lot of the video clips and I watched a lot of what they showed. I watched everything last night, but I have yet to see a brother of color. <laughs> that was in the front lines going through the windows or breaking down the doors. Now, I imagine, yes, there, uh, there had to be some people of color in that crowd. Sure. Yep. But, when, but when you look at it, this is predominantly middle-aged white folk. White, it's white nationalism on full display. And I, that's why I, I, I cringe every time I hear somebody call them a patriot. Yeah. Patriot yeah. is standing. Patriot standing for our country, yeah. not for one set of ideological beliefs. And America, if anything, has been the melting pot of culture and color and belief. That's what we're truly based on. That's where we're what we came for. I, I get I get really a little agitated when people call them patriots. It's like I don't see patriotism here. I see white nationalism. And 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 it always kills me to, when I hear the those separate ideologies saying, you know, our country is like like when they got here, our, the forefathers got here, no one was here. But we know that was a lie. There's a ton of people here. <laughs> and and the same kinds of ideas that are being spouted right now were the ones that we used to to kill and herd and 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 prod. The Native American indigenous people of this country that were here already, it's the same thing now, but just at a different level, in my opinion. I mean, and, and so we we there's still this idea afoot that uh, 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 of superiority, of we know better, of uh, uh, you are less than, and it's it's at this point in time, it is ridiculous. Even as you said, there was a right. There's a thought runs through my head that I can hear people saying, "Well, we made you slaves once. We're gonna do it again." Damn it, right? Like, is that 
what's the end goal here for these folks to 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 revert back yeah. to the 1850s to go yeah. back to jim crow to go back to right we it's all in that make America great again slogan as if it's become less than great and as yeah. if the past was better than it is than where we are today. And um, it's confounding, it's confusing. And I'll tell you, I was in tears last night. Yeah. I, I was I was in tears listening to um, I've misplaced your name, excuse me, the the female police officer, capital oh. police officer that spoke. and I was in tears watching these people stream into the the capital screaming our house our house our house and right i get that on an ideological level but that's storming into our house and stealing the pictures off the wall has never solved the problem as mm -mm. it it is the same mentality that 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 same group criticizes if something happens in a in a so-called disadvantaged neighborhood when when people loot and stuff, um, you know it's the same sentiment. They get you, you you get caught up in the craziness, and it's like you know that this is wrong, you know that this is crazy, but you allow that energy to move you, and it's like why yeah. don't put yourself in that position? I. I it's just it's just saddening, I think, at this day and age, that that we as intelligent human beings cannot sit down, even if I don't like everything, I could be I should be able to sit down and, and work out some workable uh places and workable things so people don't get killed, people don't get trampled and hurt because your idea is different from mine. Right. Yes, exactly. It, it, there's some, there's time for, well, I'm reading uh, See No Stranger by Valerie Cower. Great book, by the way, folks, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't heard of it yet. And she talks in, near the end of reconciliation. And it's not an easy process. Mm -mm. And it doesn't mean that we forgive for transgressions or that, but I think America has to have a heart to heart with ourselves that a vast majority of our, a vast portion of our population has been life alteringly injured by white nationalism, by racism, by white supremacy, by the white, by white privilege. And I look at that crowd and I think they're hurting. Yeah, they're hurting. They're scared because they're afraid they're losing their privilege. And yeah. they're afraid and they're afraid that they're going to have to experience what black folk have experienced their entire lives. They're afraid that they're they're going to lose all that all that extra special privilege um, because of their white skin. And they should be, you know, and they should be because that's what we're where, where we're going. That's where we need to go is to get rid of all of this us and them you and me you're different so you can't be as good as i am and um but it would appear we still have a way to go yeah yeah well and you know and and that idea that mindset is what happens you know if you're doing dirt you always think somebody's gonna do some dirt on you and that's not necessarily the case that's that's on your mind but that's you know 
I mean, that's a whole nother story, the whole idea of, of, of race and superiority and, and, you know, some of the ideas that they spout um, cre- cre- and creates craziness. And, 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 and just to show you what kind of craziness it creates, it creates a proliferation of gun. It, it proliferates a, a, a atmosphere of distrust and suspicion on everything and everybody. And that's just sending stress through everybody's body. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, folks, it's it's unfortunate, but we end up talking about guns on this program almost every week because almost every week there's some horrific gun-related shooting that we've got. To, and this, um, this week, it's even more like... Heck, you took a week off, Z. We got like eight or ten shootings that have happened since the last time you and I have spoken. And um, another one yesterday I I, in Maryland. Uh, I was just, we were just talking, and it was astonished that there have been 246 mass shootings this year. That works out to be 1.5 mass shootings for every day. We only got 100 and I think you told me 161 days within the year already. So we got 1.5 mass shootings a day. Right. That's ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) And so we're going to dig in folks. And my favorite meme of the week was the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is to make sure he never gets a gun. Yeah. There is no, there is no other way. Um, the, the shooting yesterday in Maryland, um, young man, 23 years old, what we know so far is he, he's a resident of West Virginia, but he was in Maryland and I don't know the geography of where this location was. So I don't know if it's a border town or if it's, if he had to drive a while, but, um, two automatic, two semi-automatic handguns, uh, injure someone, uh, or three dead one police officer injured and the suspect was injured in a shootout with the police officer. Uh, They're both in the hospital. We don't know much more than that at this moment. We don't know a motive. Uh, They're not releasing very much information as the investigation is still underway. And it, regardless of motive, it, we need to be able to somehow uh, curtail the availability of guns in our country. And I watched a YouTube video the other day of a guy and I recognized that in this video he's wearing and he's in Utah, he's in the back country, he's doing a, an off-road rescue and he's wearing a gun on his hip. And I'm like, what? And, and he even makes mention in the video, hey, we're doing this for our protection because there's so much weird shit going on in the world right now. We don't want to be this far away from civilization without protection. And I think that that points directly to the problem. There are so many guns that people, rather than trust, you know, rather than believing they're protected, are strapping on iron just in case today's the day they run into some bad guy with a gun. And I don't even think most of these folks are bad guys. I think they're being fed. They're being brainwashed, just like our white nationalist friends that storm in the Capitol. 
They're being brainwashed into believing that the only way to stay safe in our country is if you own and have a gun. Yeah. yeah. And that's just wrong. <laughs> and and I, 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 I just got reminded, I listened to a program uh, on, um, on CPR the other night. And they were talking about the whole separatist white supremacist groups and how and how a lot of them are fueled or were fueled and got started by Vietnam veterans, right? Who came back and they first they didn't necessarily start out as white supremacists. They started out as government separatist movements, but then they folded into uh, to these white supremacist movement. And when you look at the rights in uh, the sixth January sixth. There were the Proud Boys, and there were the uh, Oath Keepers. Oh, yep. And so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, these guns, man. I mean, I think New York has just put some stuff in place where you have to be 21 now to get a, a assault rifle or, or automatic rifle or something. Uh, but these guns are cheap. These guns, these, these ARs, man, they started about eight, nine thousand dollars. I mean, those are pretty. And then I don't know what the ammunition cost. Um, but you know, when you start looking at eighteen-year-olds having, you know, two ARs, that's two thousand dollars right there, plus God knows what on ammunition. I mean, that's a three thousand-dollar investment. He, he must have worked really hard at the jobs he couldn't keep in high school to, to save up. Yeah, that that's, I wouldn't be surprised to find out there's a lot more going on, a lot more that happened in Uvalde than just yeah. a breakdown of the police response and, and a breakdown of the, our mental health system with that, that young man. It's and even yesterday there was, there was some, I don't know all the details, but they, they got, I don't think they've given them all yet, but they, uh, there was a man allegedly trying to get into a, a, a elementary school in, in Alabama that was shot and killed by police. And wrestled the, was wrestling with the resource officer for the resource officer's gun. So the I mean, SRO was armed. This guy trying to take the guy's gun and get into the school. And um, yes. We've lost our mind. We've, we've completely lost, lost. <laughs> and, and, and it's going to take, uh, I was going to say something that I didn't want to say. I was going to say good people, but that's a that's a trigger phrase now. Uh, it's going to take concerned people who are conscious enough to realize that everything is connected. And when these things, I, I guarantee you, everybody during the summer are going to be, in terms of parents, they're going to be thinking about where is my kid going to school? How safe is that school? Do I want a home? I mean, so any parent with kids now, there's a whole level of stress that's all, that's taking place right now. Not to mention with the kids. My kid, my kids tell me about it all the time, and I think I, I'm the, I'm leaning towards the idea of a social action. Keep your kids home from school first day next year. Yeah, first day. If there is not comprehensive federal gun legislation in place by the first day of school next year, keep your kids home the first day in protest and call your senators, call your representatives, call the people that are running for office in the fall 
and let's challenge them. I got one guy who uh, is somehow got into my texts, got my number, and he texts me, and um, and he's running against a very unpopular representative here in Colorado who has a very popular gun culture uh, and runs on her gun culture, and. He keeps sending me these, you know, look at what she did now. We need to raise money. Look at what she did now. We need to raise money. Look at what she did now. We need to raise money. And I've just started every time I get a text from this campaign, I write back. I'll be happy to donate as soon as you tell me what your plan is for comprehensive federal gun legislation. You tell me how you're going to take guns out of hands. Uh, how You're going to tell me how you're going to get guns out of my schools, out of my cafeterias, out of my movie theaters, out of the off the streets. There were two mass shootings this past week that were nothing more than than after party violence. After the bar closed and okay, what you bumped into my girl, you made eyes at my guy, you I but multiple shooter incidences into crowds of young people which we know is got to be nothing more than a misunderstanding an argument of some sort. It's all too easy to shoot and I think if anything, we have to start standing up and making some noise and saying, uh, as citizens, as parents, as individuals, I'm concerned that we're probably, we got a probably, we probably have a higher shooting death rate than the old wild, wild west, where you could pull out a gun and shoot anybody if they were wearing one. Right. We're, uh, we, we have to move, we have to begin to, you know, Make sure our young people know, and make sure the the, the old people, if you will, remember or learn the 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 concept of conflict resolution. There will be conflicts. There will be ideological and philosophical differences, but we have to have these kind of skills uh, of conflict resolution and 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 be able to discuss and have dialogue about issues. And be open and don't think, I mean, now that the, the, the atmosphere is so toxic that, you know, when someone tries to tries to give you information, you what's the scam? That's the first thing. Well, if you don't know someone and they come to you with anything, it could be valid. I would say it, at least uh, a third of the people, if not more, are going to ask the question, what's the scam? Right. People asking me to sign petitions outside the supermarket. No, I, I won't do it. And not because I don't believe in what you're saying, but I don't believe you've been given the whole picture. I've, yeah. I, it, there's too many times where it's people are signing what they think is one thing and the language is actually going to do the other. Yeah. And, you know, hey, sign this for gun control. Okay. And then you find out that it's only gun control if you're under the age of five. For everybody else, it's free reign. Uh, you know, that we're rewriting the law so a six-year-old can get a pistol now. Uh, that's hyperbole, folks. That's just, you know, me but, making but, it up. But, but. It, speaks, it speaks to the other issue or the other thing that we have to do is we have to educate ourselves. We have to be knowledgeable. And, and yeah, you, everybody's not going to be knowledgeable about everything. But if they're one or two, if you're, if you're into water conservation or ecology or guns or education, whatever your area of concern or passion, if you will, get educated in that. You know, they say if you read a book a month on one subject, 
for I think it's two years, three years, you will become an expert in that subject. Mm. Because you, you have taken in information. You've been able to cross-reference. You're able to articulate ideas about it. And that's what we need. We need people that are going to be committed, that are going to educate themselves, and be able to articulate the issues and point to references so people can uh, get involved with real information. If you're going to debate it, let's bait on the issues and not on feelings and not on misstated identity i mean ideologies and stuff that that because it creates what we got january 6. yeah exactly exactly um we've got to take action folks right if if you're watching this program wondering what you found yes we are new thought ministers and no we are not just do the working consciousness alone i mean yeah if we have all the time in the world, we can get everybody on a, on a plan of meditating daily for, for the end of gun violence, for a society free of any sort of violence. And that kind of cultural change is long and messy. We're advocating something a little more rapid and hopefully a little less messy by taking inspired action getting involved. Yes, we do our prayer work. We both do hours of prayer work a day around this and so many other topics. And when spirit says move, move. And if spirit puts a, a, a petition in front of you, you don't have to sign at that moment. But I agree with Z, get the number of the bill, find out what, what legislation is trying to be passed, go home and do some research on the internet, look up the bill itself, read the language itself, find advocates for both positions and really listen to what both sides of the story are saying before we just, nope, you got red at the top, you're wearing a red hat, I'm going to believe you, you're wearing a different color, blue colored hat, I'm going to believe you. So I... Uh, get educated, do the work. And I want to give a shout, quick shout out to our buddy Wayne from Calgary. Wayne, I don't know if you caught this last time I showed it, but uh, I've been loving this meme. Canada, living the American dream without the violence since 1867. Uh, and, and we want to give a shout out to Canada. They're enacting responsible gun legislation. New York State, taking a step in the right direction. Who's next? Which state's going to be next to take a step in the right, in, in a progressive, forward-moving direction, not trying to arm teachers and saying that, you know, before long, it, it, even one gun on your hip won't be enough. You'll have to have one on your hip, one on your ankle, one in your back pocket, one up under your armpit. Yeah, it, it's bad. Uh, and, and, but... I'm encouraged because I know there are a lot of conscious-minded people out there who are willing, ready, and able to make a difference in terms of conversation, action, and, and just prayer and consciousness because it's all needed. It's not one or the other. It's both and. And then when we can begin to understand that and work together from that standpoint, we're going to get some traction. We're going to make some things happen, and we're going to see some results. Um yep. And and I think it'll go as you said. It'll it'll once we get together, we'll get that tipping point, and it'll move quite fast. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say it again. We got to start using the tools that we have to share the consciousness and the beliefs that we hold. 
I do not believe it is appropriate for there to be this many guns on the street. And I'm taking action by calling my senators on a regular basis. And I encourage you to let them know, hey, I've, I've got an, I want us to take a new thought on guns in America. I want us to have a new thought around racial equity in America. I want us to start using our phrases, start using our terms and be active in letting it be known. Because if we don't, well, what was that old saying? Uh, If to ignore politics is to be ruled by lesser men. And I can't remember who said that originally. So if you know, put it in the chat. But if we ignore the, if we just sit here and, and oh, hearts and, you know, thoughts and blessings, policy and action, policy and action, mm-hmm. get active, get out to, and don't go out to a march screaming no more guns or, you know, kill this guy or, or it's not about we have the tools, we have the history, we have the education, how to, how to be nonviolent in the face of, of oppression. And it's worked in the past. We kind of said, Oh, we kind of got about 50%. I think it went, Oh, okay. That worked. That's enough. Now we got to push past that, the barriers and really create the world we want to see. Yeah. I don't think there's much else to say except, you know, we we left ourselves involved. speechless. <laughs> yeah, get involved, get involved. That I mean, that that's the only thing left. Find your find your thing and get involved. Yeah, and if you've got a gun in your in your house, turn it in. Find a gun buyback program, melt it down, do something. Um, yes. All right, we've left ourselves speechless, which means I think it's time to let this one go for today, folks. You know, we don't we don't pretend we're going to solve the problems, uh, but we think it's very important to explore what is going on uh, and how we can take a bit more of a spiritual view at all of this. Uh, what I know is, uh, if my kid was walking around hitting kids in the schoolyard with a stick, I'd take away the stick, but I'd also get my kids some help. To, to understand that violence is not the answer to solve our problems. And unfortunately, right now, it appears there's far too many young people, young, predominantly white men that feel the answer to our problems is through a gun. Yeah. It is. All right. I'm Rev Briz. This is my co-host, Rev we're ministers talking shit. We're going to do a real quick thank you to all of our sponsors and those that make this possible. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. This is New Thought Today, and this is Ministers Talking Shit. Hang with us. We'll be right back. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Denver, for your continued support. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta for your monthly contribution. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey for your monthly contribution. And please help us welcome Ohm Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California. Thank you for your monthly donation. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Seattle for your most generous donation. And a special thanks to Hefferlin Foundation for your generous technology grant.
And Suze Ajit, thank you for your very generous donation. And a super special thank you to Dr. Tracy Brown, RSCP. Thanks for being a super donor. And a big shout out to all our committed donors. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you to all of our committed donors and organizational sponsors. If you'd like to get involved on the financial side of this network and make sure we can continue to share this message across the world with as many people as can hear, then please head on over to the website, ntmedia.org, get involved. All right, Z, final thoughts for the day. Final thoughts is find a topic, any topic that you're concerned about, and find a book and read one per month. And let's see where you are at the end of the year, how we can make some change. Mm -hmm. You're almost, you're almost spoiler, you're almost giving away the spoiler alert, Z, because New Thought Media Network in the background, we're working on the idea of a book club. It is directly in this idea to uh, multi-streams, numerous books per term that will help all of us become better at understanding how to show up in the world from a spiritual perspective, but taking action towards creating social justice and social equity in our lives. So uh, I'm with Z. Pick a topic, start learning about it, call your senators, get involved, and let's get involved with that spiritual perspective that deeply we are one. I'm not here to make my brothers and sisters outlaws. I'm here to invite them in to a bigger picture of who we can be as humanity. Please stay with us today, folks. It's a great day here on the New Thought New Media Network. I will be appearing on Reverend Barber's show at one o'clock called Just One You or Joy. And we have the good news later tonight, as well as Pastor Michael with the Fireside Chat. All kinds of great programming here on New Thought Media Network. I know till next time, we love you. We can't wait to be with you again. And we wish you all the best, peace and richest blessings. Until then, take care. Bye now.